This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, coming to you one-on-one on Friday And we have a lot to discuss Of course we will get into Top Chef Lots going on there But first, I want to talk about the Bravo announcements that came out yesterday. Uh, This week are the television upfronts, so all the networks are announcing kind of their slate of programming for the next year, which means that we got more of a look than we usually do at everything that's going to be coming down the Bravo pipeline. A few new shows were announced, but also, super interestingly, they announced new seasons for most of the shows, including interestingly enough, Vanderpump Rules. I was just having a conversation with someone yesterday about whether or not Vanderpump Rules was coming back. My guess was yes, in some format at least, but now we have confirmed a new season of Vanderpump Rules on the way. Very curious to see what that will look like. Stassi is uh, getting married in Italy right now. Katie and Tom Schwartz are the only ones there. Someone online was like, well, Kristen Doty couldn't go because she has a fear of flying. The bitch flew to Hawaii yesterday. I'm sorry. I don't know why individually each person's not there. Lala was j- is on tour, I think. I don't know. I don't know why Brittany and Jax aren't there. I don't know why uh, Sheena and Brock aren't there. I don't know why Lisa Vanderpump's not there. Like All of these people could fly to Italy if they wanted to. So, very intriguing to me that nobody else is at Stassi's wedding. But yeah, what are we doing with Vanderpump Rules next year? I guess we'll probably, you know, get the the Katie and Tom and Tom and Ariana and Lala of it all once again. I, I feel like maybe, I don't know, there have been rumors that they're trying to like really retool and do some spinoff and some reboot and all of this stuff. But at this point, I don't know if I care that much. You know, like with Roni, what they're doing with the legacy and the reboot, like that, I'm like, yeah, that's worth saving. That's worth putting in the work. Vanderpump rules? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Oh, we also got confirmed a new season of Family Karma. We all knew, but thank goodness it's official. The new shows that we have to look forward to. First of all, Southern Charm, Leva Land, which they say is the working title, premiering fall 2022. This is basically Leva Pump Rules. Like, the series follows the lives of a dynamic social group of friends living in Charleston, South Carolina, and working together. There's never a dull day in Leva Land with the staff at Republic Garden and Lounge and their powerhouse boss, Leva Bonaparte. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Candy and the Gang was fun. I like that they're kind of cultivating these new uh, Vanderpump Rules inspired shows with, <laughs> with hopefully an interesting new cast of characters. The most intriguing new show that they announced, though, is called Real Girlfriends in Paris, premiering also fall 2022. Here's what we have to look forward to. 
Six bold 20-something American women pack their bags to embark on an exciting international adventure living in the most beautiful city in the world, Paris. While in the City of Lights, they find each other, encounter a romantic rendezvous or two, and embrace all the spontaneity that comes with living in an exciting new city. Always looking for a good time, the women find themselves in an extraordinarily rich moment in their lives where the possibilities for true love, unrelenting passion, and forging lifelong friendships are endless. Damn. That is, uh, sounds fun. It sounds like Bravo saw Emily in Paris and was like, hmm, how can we do that? Okay, so when they first announced this yesterday, I immediately saw people making Ladies of London comparisons. And the thing is, Ladies of London was not about six American women deciding to go live in London. It was about a group of women who already lived there. Some of them were British. Some of them were American. We had a Danish princess. You know, there was the whole vibe of Ladies of London was that it was a very eclectic group of some natives, some expats, but all of them were living there. So I think it's a little different. Like, this seems like it's going to be kind of like, I don't even know what to compare it to. They're just sending them there to live. Like, is it like, are they just living there for a couple weeks while they're filming or are they fully moving there? I don't know. Uh, sounds like it could be fun, but also I'm like, it could be fun, but it could be lame, you know? And then Candy is getting another show, uh, about Escape and SWV, and they're going to be, it's a limited series about them coming back together for a show that could change their entire lives and careers. And that I'm sure it'll be fun. I mean, that's the kind of thing where it's going to be like four parts. It'll probably be entertaining enough and then we'll forget it exists. But you know, you got to have programming. But anyway, let's get into Top Chef. First, I want to talk about the Last Chance Kitchen finale, the two-part finale of Last Chance Kitchen, which I didn't get to talk about last week. I love the way they did this finale because the thing about Last Chance Kitchen is it's always so separate from the other people in the competition. They don't even know who's there. They don't know what's going on, who's going home, who's winning week after week. So I love that they brought in the five remaining contestants to be the judge in the first round of competition. Uh, Jay and Sarah are both making a dish for the panel of mystery judges, and they have to have something creamy, something crunchy, and something chewy on the plate. Uh, this is kind of fun, you know. It's I, I like that Last Chance Kitchen, the challenges are just kind of like, I'm in a silly, goofy mood. Like, Tom just wants... Tom just wants something crunchy. Um, but yeah, they each, it is rough. They do a blind taste test and they have to put down their cards to vote. And the votes are going to signal extra time for the main challenge. And Sarah gets all five votes. And I just felt bad. I didn't really, between Sarah and Jay, I didn't have a strong opinion of who I wanted back in the competition. I really liked Jay. I was sad that she went home. But on the other hand, I think Sarah's really funny, and I liked the the narrative arc of her winning so many Last Chance Kitchen rounds in a row. So that was exciting, too. I just felt bad for Jay when she's watching like vote after vote go to Sarah, and she's like, damn, I'm really only going to have 30 minutes, huh? But then we get to see Shoda! Shoda is back from last season. He is coming in as a guest judge. Shoda was a favorite last season. I really enjoy his presence and I'm so glad that they brought him in. I, I you know, you always know I love seeing the All-Stars. But Shoda's there and now they're going to make another dish and they can make whatever they want, but they only have so much time. And Shoda is going to be 
they got strategy with Tom and Sarah wins again. <laughs> Jay, I, I feel bad for Jay. She just that extra 15 minutes when you're only when you're starting with 30 minutes and somebody else has 45. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And ultimately it goes Sarah's way. She Tom tells us that she ties the record for the most wins in Last Chance Kitchen, which is pretty cool. And all the chefs are already there. And we find out that they are headed packing their bags to go to Galveston. Love that. They're going down the shore. I don't know if people say that in Texas, but it's what they're doing. They're they're going, going to the beach. So in the main episode, we meet back up with Padma and the contestants. And we are in Galveston on the beach. There is a, a table full of crabs that are already trying to scurry away. And for this quick fire, Padma tells us they are going to have to make a seafood tower. This is exciting. I really liked this challenge because I didn't even really grow up eating seafood. But now, like some oysters, some shrimp, all of this looks very appealing to me. Sometimes on Top Chef, it's almost like a little too gourmet. And I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit scared of some of the food that they make but I could dig into some of these seafood towers. They each have to make one hot dish and one cold dish. They're cooking outside on the beach, which of course is a struggle. Sarah's in her big old sunglasses. Uh, you know, there's like no, Nick is realizing there's no tortilla press. This is very stressful to me. I'm like, I always think it's wild on these shows when they're expected to do such intense things in like not ideal circumstances, which I guess is kind of like, the whole vibe of reality competition shows, like they kind of never put you in ideal circumstances, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the whole thing. But then this episode, they do it twice because they're making them cook on the beach and then making them all cook in the kitchen of this rental home furnished by Verbo. It's just, it's a lot. Like, just let these people, let these people cook in like a nice kitchen. But anyway, this back to the seafood towers. We get a lot of oysters, a lot of oysters on the half shell. I got to say, I mean, that seems a little bit like the creativity could come through more. I feel like if I had been doing this challenge, and again, obviously, like, as I've said many times, I am not... I'm not a good cook, but if I were like on this level doing this challenge, I would feel pressure to stay away from something that seemed as basic of a choice as raw oysters on the half shell. But you know, they look good. Nobody's shit looks like nasty. Nick does a really smart kind of pivot when he realizes there's no tortilla press and he does an orzo pasta with seafood, which the judges end up really liking. Ashley's jerk shrimp looks delicious. Budo's crab taco. I liked the idea of the radicchio taco thing. It didn't quite come together. Evelyn does a Thai Cajun boil, which just sounds heavenly. You know, I want to eat that. I want like I want to eat that. Can Evelyn come here and make me a Thai Cajun boil? That would be delicious. <laughs> 
summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. But anyway, Evelyn wins the quick fire. Buddha and Sarah are kind of on the bottom. Ashley, Nick, and Evelyn are on the top, which means none for Damar. Bye. Uh, <laughs> but basically, Evelyn wins, and she is going to get 30 extra minutes in the elimination challenge, which is they are in this Verbo vacation home in Galveston, and they each have to make a dish for a different family member in this family reunion. And very quickly, when they get the sort of preference sheets, it's very below deck vibes, Everybody kind of realizes at the same time that these preference sheets are clearly for one of their loved ones. Buddha immediately is like, well, no one in the world but my wife would list two preferences and one of them is pasta amatriciana. Sarah is like, (laughs) Sarah's like, I don't think there's a doppelganger of my sister's dietary restrictions just like roaming around out there. So this has got to be her. Nick is like pretty confused. Damar knows right away it's his chef from home. Evelyn knows it's her dad. Like it's, it's so sweet. This show fucking makes me cry like every goddamn week in like new and ex- unexpected ways. And I'm a big Survivor fan. I've watched a lot of Survivor and like the Survivor loved one visits. It's like it always makes me emotional, but also you kind of know to expect it at a certain point. With Top Chef, it's like I didn't know there were going to be loved one visits. Maybe they're maybe they've done it in the past. I've not seen like every season of the past, but I was just like, uh, 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 it's a lot. But yeah, they all have to make enough food family style for tw- to serve 20 people in the kitchen of this house. And like, it looks like a nice house. <laughs> we get a lot of views of the Verbo Beach House throughout this episode because, you know, obviously they're cooking in the kitchen. We're seeing the beach view. Then they're eating out in this covered patio area, which looks lovely. And then later on at judges table, they're doing the judges table out there. And then there's like hurricane force winds. Watching them have to reevaluate and go inside in the middle of judges table and then doing judges table while everyone is cramped in the living room. And Padma's like, okay, you three step forward. The rest of you um, sit on the couch, I guess. I loved that watching them in real time scramble. Cause you know, they probably have somebody out there like scouting these locations, 
a weeks in advance. They picked, they worked with Verbo to find the perfect vacation home that was going to be like, this is where we'll do the judges table. This is where we'll do the blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> them having to like all squish in around the dining table and in the living room. And then while the judges are deliberating, the contestants have to go wait in a child's bedroom with bunk beds. It is just, oh, I love seeing them just like out there in the wild of Galveston, of a Galveston Verpo beach. Oh, I don't know. I love it. This challenge is really fun though, because they know that they're cooking for their family members. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of love and stuff that's going into these dishes. And, you know, it's just fun to see Ashley is doing a paella inspired rice. Buddha is doing the pasta that made him want to marry his wife. Evelyn is doing a crispy snapper with coconut rice. That sounds Evelyn, like everything Evelyn makes. If I could pick one chef out of this season to be like my, to like make me a meal, it would absolutely be Evelyn. Cause like everything she makes just sounds fucking delicious. And also she wins a lot. So it must be good, but their loved ones arrive. I'm a mess. They're a mess. We're all messes. Nick's mom flew on the plane for the first time in like 50 years to come here. Like that is going to make me lose it. Buddha's wife looks like princess Eugenie. I think that's the one I'm thinking of, but she has, she's Australian too. Who knew? I guess that makes sense. But she's like, but I'm a god. I, oh, Evelyn's like speaking to her dad in Spanish. Ashley's Ashley's mom is beautiful. They're like crying. There's just so much going on. Damar is like happy to see Chef Eric, but also sad because like his mom and his aunt can't travel right now. And that's a whole thing. Like basically I'm just a mess. And then they all are presenting it to the judges. And then Padma's like, and you guys get to eat too. Like you cooked for yourselves. And it's like, ah, <sighs> I just, oh God, I just love so good, right? But anyway, on the less good side of things, Ashley's calamari is undercooked. Padma has to spit it out, which is just... Padma having to spit out your food is just... It's the lowest of the low. Because, like, Nick overcooks his pasta. The pasta salad is not quite right. But it's like, Tom Colicchio is not spitting out the pasta into a napkin because it's a little mushy. They don't love Sarah's dish either. You know, the tuna tataki. And it's like, not amazing. Like the tuna's cut wrong. It's like cooked a little too much, not sincere enough. But it's like, okay, like just because the tuna like texture isn't 100% correct. It's like, you can eat it. Padma spits out the calamari. Oh, that's a gut punch. And you know what? Ashley goes home because of it. It makes sense. She knows it too. You know, she knows. It's just rough stuff rough stuff but it's exciting that sarah is back in the competition and has made it through her first elimination challenge i don't think sarah is going to make it to the finals i think sarah hmm i don't know i could see her going home next week but i'm glad that she's back i think she's very entertaining she and her sister had a very fun dynamic but yeah we'll see what happens next week they're going someplace international and also i buried the lead in that bravo announcement from yesterday Season 20 of Top Chef is going to be filmed fully internationally for the first time. I'm like, Padma, where are you going? Where where do we think they're going? Like, are they going to stay in one country the whole time? Or are they going to kind of like, if they did somewhere in Europe, they could kind of hop around a little bit. Or maybe it'll be someplace like, maybe they'll be in Mexico. That would be cool. 
I don't know, like international could mean anything. I'm excited to find out though. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.